You don't want to let anyone, either your mother or your mother-in-law, add to the list. Those two people are notorious for adding to the list on the day of. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast dedicated to couples who are planning a wedding and want to memorialize that wedding with the best images possible. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so honored that you are here with me and willing to spend the next few minutes with me picking up some tips to help your family formals go more smoothly and help that part of your day just align better. Because truth be told, it's the part of the wedding day that I like the least. If you're here with me today, please help me grow. Take a quick screenshot of wherever you're listening and please post that to your Instagram wall or your Instagram story or make a reel out of it and tag Complete Wedding Ed or add a girl photo in that and share it with all of your followers so that they can learn how they can make their wedding day images better. I would like to quickly remind you that this podcast correlates to a book I wrote. It is on Amazon, if you will just search for The Complete Guide to Wedding Photography for Couples Getting Married, you can find that. I'll also include a link to buy it in the show notes if you're interested. Today, if you want a freebie to help you with your family formals, if you sign up for my newsletter at completeweddinged.com, that's completeweddinged, I will send you a interactive PDF that you can plan and organize your family formal portraits and you can share that with your photographer to ensure that your family formals go extremely smooth on your wedding day. And last, if you want to join my growing Facebook group, just look for Complete Wedding Photography on Facebook. You can join our group and interact with other couples and learn as you approach and plan for your wedding day. I'll also include a link to that in the show notes. So let's dive right into today's topic. Tips to help your family formals go smoothly. So I already alluded to this in the intro, but for me, this is the most stressful part of the entire day. I don't really like it because it's the least creative part of the day. It tends to be the most time-consuming It always seems like the people who are needed, 100% of them actually never know who all is involved. They're just uncertain. Am I? Am I not included? 
all the people don't usually seem to be paying attention. They're there, but they're involved in their own conversations. They're, you know, two or three or four fingers deep into their cocktail already. Um, They're taking their own pictures. They're just in their own universe and not paying attention. And it's It doesn't seem like anyone likes this. They don't want to be posed next to the person they're standing by. They're irritated by this. They don't like the way that I'm posing them. There's someone behind me trying to pose better. Mom doesn't like the way I'm posing grandpa. It just goes on and on and on. Someone's always taking a picture from beside me or behind me. So no one knows which camera to look at and Again, it is just the most stressful part of the day. I never look forward to this. I'm sure that I'm not the only photographer in the world who feels this way. So I am going to be sharing a whole slew of tips and tricks that you can help your photographer help family formals go more smoothly on your wedding day. So the first thing that I want to discuss is things to do before your wedding day ever gets here. Usually about 30 days prior to your wedding day, I want you to make a list of every single family formal group pose that you want and deliver that to your photographer. Now this list should make a logistical sense and we'll we'll talk about this a little bit further, but it should make a logistical sense. What I mean by that is you should systematically add to a group and then take away from the group so that you're not building a pose from scratch each time a group is assimilated. You always want to work from this written list so that you know without a doubt that no group has been overlooked. And as you're working from this list, you don't want to let anyone, either your mother or your mother-in-law, add to the list. Those two people are notorious for adding to the list on the day of. And the reason you don't want to let them add to on the day of is number one, it will get the list out of whack and out of order. And the way that I'm going to prescribe you to do the list is very methodical. So it will add time to this portion of your wedding day timeline, and then it will delay your timeline. So it will just cause a lag in the timeline for the rest of the day. And then also from this list, you want to let your photographer know up front, again, prior to the wedding day, if there are any strained relationships, you want to let your photographer know if any couples are divorced. That includes your parents, your aunts and uncles, your cousins. You want to let them know, are there any people in your family who are divorced and cannot stand each other? Because the last thing you want your photographer to do on your wedding day is disturb a hornet's nest. You don't want them to ask Aunt Mindy and Uncle Jim to stand each other and hug in a photo if they filed for divorce three weeks ago and cannot stand to set eyes on each other. So you need to let your photographer know every single strained relationship in your family so that they will try to avoid any nuclear explosions during family formals. Also, you need to designate someone 
who is going to help point out these people because your photographer is not going to know who Aunt Mindy and Uncle Jim are, of course. And then secondly, you need to let everyone on this list know that they will be needed for family formals directly after the ceremony. You need to instruct them. You need to give them precise instructions not to go get drinks. Do not go to the bathroom. Do not go change clothes. That they are only permitted to go to a predetermined staging area immediately after the ceremony. And you need to repeatedly tell them these instructions. You need to let them know a month prior to the wedding, a week prior, two days prior, and again at the rehearsal dinner. Because people will forget and If they do not immediately go to the staging area, it will screw up your timeline. So to make the list, if you want a cheat sheet, again, you can go to completewedded.com, sign up for my newsletter, and get a free copy of my interactive PDF that will walk you through creating this family formal shot list. But if you don't want to do that, here's how you can do it. So you start with one side of the family. Traditionally, it's the bride side of the family because, again, traditionally, they are the one that hosted the reception. So you want to be able to release them first to cocktail hour. So you start with the bride side of the family and you start with the smallest group possible and you work up to the biggest group possible, which would be everyone in both sides of the family. In this way, you can release the bride side of the family to the cocktail hour sooner. For instance, you would start with bride, mom, bride, dad, bridegroom, mom, bridegroom, mom, and dad, bridegroom, mom, dad, and bride's siblings, bridegroom, mom, dad, bride's siblings, and bride's siblings' children. Then you could add on grandparents. You continue adding until you get to all of the bride's family with special friends. And then you add in the grooms, the entire groom's family and special friends. So you have a large group of people and you take this complete gigantic group of people. It could be 50, 60 people. And then you release the entire bride's family off to cocktail hour. And then you do all of those shots that the groom wanted, but in reverse order until you get back down to just working with the groom and his parents. You only get one wedding, so let's make it count with a great party. Don't just hire a DJ, hire the right DJ, Gaines Entertainment. Winston can also help you before your big day by hosting a virtual trivia party anywhere in the world to help your wedding party or your two uniting families to bond and have some fun getting to know each other. Contact Winston for more information at 210-995-3626 or on the web at Gaines, G-A-I-N-E-S, entservices.com. That's gainsentservices.com. You can also search on all the social platforms for Gains Entertainment for more info.
Now, I call this method football formals because if you were to type out this list one by one, you know, one one group on each line and center it on your document, the shape of the list would look like a football. I don't know if you can visualize that with me, but if you did that, it would look like a football. So as far as time allowance, I always educate my couples to allow about three minutes per group. And that sounds like a lot of time, but by the time you wait for everyone to realize that they're in the group shot, you inspect everyone for cell phones in pockets, straight ties, sunglasses, ponytail holders on wrists, Uh, You make sure that the kids are looking, the kids are not crying. You arrange everybody and pose them how you want. You ensure that everyone's looking at your camera. It's going to take about three minutes per group. And if you have, you know, the couple ordered 10 family formal posed groups, it's going to be about 30 minutes. I do generally have time left over and I just add that to the bride and groom's creative session or the romantic images that we take on their wedding day. But because I pad these family formals just a tiny bit excessively, I am usually not extremely stressed out for time during these family formals. So I just always educate my couples three minutes per group and we should be totally safe. Probably none of these images are going to be hanging on the wall but the bride and groom romantics usually always will. So on the day of, immediately after the ceremony ends, have your celebrant or your planner announce and re-remind that everyone who is needed for the family formals will meet at that staging area that you previously decided on because if you just loiter at the back of the church or at the back of the the aisle, if it's an outdoor ceremony, this will give all of the other guests an opportunity to stop and mingle with you and congratulate you, causing a huge delay in your timeline. So you need to actually get out of their sight so that they can't see you to stop you and congratulate you and talk to you. Otherwise, they're going to stop and talk to you. Go to that staging area that is completely out of sight so they don't know, they don't have a clue where you went. That way they go to cocktail hour because they don't know what else to do and allow, you know, for five or 10 minutes to get that ceremony area completely clear. Then get back out there to start on your family formals. Designate someone who will work very closely with your photographer, who knows most everyone by name, and help them call out the groups to be photographed. And this should be someone who has somewhat of a stern personality. If you don't have someone to designate or you don't want to inconvenience someone, an alternative would be is to list out those family names on that worksheet. Actually list who is needed for each group so that the planner or the photographer's assistant can do that in your helper's absence. And I always like to use uh, the baseball player's method. So you have one group at bat or taking the picture and then have a second group on deck and a third group in the hole so that you can efficiently get the next group into place. 
So again, have a group at bat, a group on deck, and a group in the hole. Remind people that they are going to have to stand close to each other. They're going to have to touch each other. They're going to, they're going to have to smile and appear to be happy. They're going to have to lean in and laugh out loud. They need to embrace this moment. And, and this is something that I usually try to remember to do myself as a photographer, but I ask them, don't stand next to anyone you aren't comfortable with touching because I'm going to ask you to touch each other just so that the image conveys a feeling of love and connection. And then it's always best if there are no other cameras taking pictures at the same time as the photographer because people will look at the wrong camera. I guarantee you every single time. If there are other cameras, I always like to get the shot first and then I will allow the guest cameras to photograph and I will let them know that. I say, okay guys, I'm going to get my shot first and then I'll give you guys a few seconds to get your shots. But everyone look at me first. We'll get this one and then we'll get that one. And whatever happens, do not Try to do it all at the same time because you can have half the people looking at my camera, half the people looking at their camera, and it's just going to look all Willy Wonka cross-eyed in the final image. And then lastly, I will say that sometimes the altar is not the best place for these photos. I know that traditionally this is where the, you know, people expect them to be taken, but sometimes it's not the best place. Um, sometimes the altar is in very dappled lighting or there's sunlight shining through tree leaves. So you have a lot of spotted lighting or sometimes the sunlight is shining directly into everyone's eyes. So everyone might be very squinchy eyed, you know, looking at the camera. You need to be prepared to move to a better spot if that's the case. And then also sometimes photographers need to be prepared to use off-camera flash, especially in a very low light situation like a a dark church without a lot of windows or if the altar is very heavily backlit. And the last piece of advice I want to give to you guys is have some fun with some of the photos. Take some very goofy photos. You know, these are your family formals, but they don't all have to be so formal. You know, especially with the biggest family group of everyone all together and the ones with your whole wedding party intact. Have some fun. Get in there and cheer and hug and laugh and and make funny faces and just be goofy, you know. You want to remember your wedding day that you had fun and and the people who are in these family formals are probably the people who mean the most to you. So have some fun with them. All right, I want to remind you just one last time, if you go to Complete Wedding Ed, that's completeweddinged.com, sign up for my newsletter. You can receive a free interactive PDF worksheet that will help you plan organize these family formals and you can share that with your photographer to make sure this part of your day goes by very smoothly and that you don't overlook or um, forget to take a setup that you wanted on your wedding day. If you want to know more about my wedding photography, you can always go to atagirlphoto.com. That is atagirlphoto.com. I am on pretty much every social media platform. You can look for me by searching for atagirlphoto. That is atagirlphoto. You can find my book 
Instagram account by searching for Complete Wedding Ed. That's Complete Wedding E-D. And if you want me to address a specific topic on this podcast, just shoot me an email at Tammy at atagirlphoto.com. That is T-A-M-M-Y at atagirlphoto.com. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that I helped you solve a wedding day photography problem. I hope you have a splendid day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again during the next episode.